Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Show, where we explore all things productivity, well-being, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to my channel. Today, I thought I would do something a little bit more personal. For those of you who already know me, so if this is the first time you're landing on my channel, welcome. My name is Karen McGill. I'm an ADHD coach and creator, and I'm here for busy, ambitious brains who want to get schnizzled on. So if you are anything like me, then you might appreciate today's video because I'm going to go through all of my top favorites from 2023. Some of them are ADHD related, some of them are just fun. And at the end of this video, I'm going to walk you through something I just recently learned and is a very ADHD friendly way of planning your year ahead. And I'm definitely gonna use it. So let's dive right in, starting with the book that I love this year more than any other book that I read. And let me tell you, I read a lot of them and I remember so few of them. Am I the only one who can finish a book and then have no idea of what I just read? Is that just me? <laughs> I think it might be a working memory thing, but anyway, this book, I think it's called How to Create the Life You Want, written by Arthur Brooks, who is all over the internet right now. It's really hard to not see him, and Oprah, who, of course, everybody knows. And I love the book, especially as an ADHDer, because it teaches you how to think and how to self-regulate. And it even talks about why self-regulation is so important. As ADHDers, we really need to learn that skill in order to access our prefrontal cortex and all of our executive functions by calming down the amygdala and learning how to control our emotions so that we can show up as our best selves and also just operate life and adult as best as we possibly can. So I highly recommend that book. It's an easy read and there's a lot of nuggets of wisdom in there. So it's definitely one that you'll wanna read if you haven't already done so. The next favorite is my favorite show of the year. Now I am not watching a lot of TV these days, but this show was amazing and it's called White Lotus. The acting was amazing, the writing was amazing. There's two different seasons. I preferred the first season over the second one, but everybody's got their own opinions on that. I'm not gonna give you any insight into it. It is hilarious and very untypical. Like most shows, you know how things are gonna go, but this one has so many surprises in it. You just, you have to watch it. White Lotus, best show I watched this year by far. The next one are my favorite Instagram follows for the year. The first one is not new to me. I've been following this account for years and I just love it. It's Walter Jeffrey the Frenchie and I absolutely love following this guy. And part of what makes him awesome is Amber, his mom, if you will. And she has another account called Amber and Walt. And both of them just center around their everyday life, but they're just so funny and entertaining. The other one that I've come across very recently and I love is called Nobody Cares Anthony. It's just this guy who does these compilation videos that are stupid and hilarious, and I love them. Now, my favorite YouTube follows for the year. I absolutely adore YouTube creators, not just because I am one, but also because I find that creators on this platform put a lot of effort into their content. And again, if you're somebody who uses social media and online content to learn stuff, like build new skills or improve your ability to do things, nothing's better than YouTube. This year, I've learned a lot from Heidi Preep, and she creates content around psychology and human behavior. So if you're someone who wants to understand your inner child or why you do the things you do, she breaks down complex ideas in ways that are really digestible and actionable. So I love her approach. I love how thoughtful she is about her content. And if you're into psychology, she's definitely somebody you're gonna wanna follow. 
And then in terms of just pure entertainment, I love following Shelby Church and her sister, Monica Church. They have been on uh, YouTube since they were in high school, I think. And I just love watching their videos, especially their vlogs. There's something about watching a vlog and just being in behind the scenes of somebody's life. It's so relaxing. And I've wanted to experiment with that form of content, but I'm a little apprehensive. I don't know if that's something you guys would be interested in. So if you do like vlog content and maybe you'd like to see a few behind the scenes videos, let me know in the comments. Let me know what you would like to know behind the scenes of, and I'd be happy to experiment with vlogging. And the best podcast that I listened to this year, besides my own, obviously, it's the ADHD Friendly Show. If you're not listening, what are you doing with your life? I really enjoyed listening to Diary of the CEO, really great interviews, and also the Huberman Lab podcast. Andrew Huberman is a professor out of Stanford. He gets into topics at a crazy detailed level. He's very verbose, so his podcast can be like upwards of three hours, but they're really good. Those two would probably be my favorite in addition to my own. The favorite thing that I have bought this year would probably be either a wig that I wore in this video, which is the hair I was supposed to be born with, or maybe even this topper. Like this is my own hair underneath, but this is a topper and I got it from Amazon and it's super cheap. So I will link it below if you are at all interested in experimenting with toppers. I've talked about this before. I wear wigs when I'm filming because my hair is very fine and thinning. I lost a lot of it when I got COVID and also Hashimoto's. So it's just easier for me to put on helper hair and it has been a real game changer for me in terms of wanting to get on camera and also it's just really easy to put on and I love the way it looks so that's my favorite purchase okay the next one is my favorite new habit that I've acquired and this year it has definitely been heart coherence exercises it's a little bit more powerful than meditation it's also a little easier than meditation and it has helped me through so many ups and downs this year. This has really been a crazy year and heart coherence exercises have helped a ton. So I will link to a resource below if you're curious to learn more about it, but it's the bomb. Okay, the best app that I came across this year and shout out to Kanisha at The Art of Applying for turning me onto this app. It's called Oasis. And basically it's a voice to text app. So you record your voice and it turns it into text. And then you have the option to do a million different things with that text. You can turn it into a professional email or a blog post or a LinkedIn post or a song or all of these various different fun things that you can do with your rambled thoughts. A lot of my ADHD clients have a hard time writing or clarifying their thoughts in written form because they have so many of them. So to have an app that will record your rambling thoughts and make something poetic and beautiful out of it is amazing. It is an app that you have to pay for, but as far as I'm concerned, Oasis can take all of my money for the rest of time because it has helped me so much, not just in my business, but also just processing the things that are going on in my mind to actually verbally process them and then to see it organized in a way that I can look back at it and get a different point of view on it just helps me think so much. It's like having a thinking buddy and a VA right in your phone. It is really that good. So don't hesitate. Go download Oasis. You can thank me later.
So those are my favorite sources of learning, entertainment, and also some of the things that I use in day-to-day life to help me out. The next thing I want to share are just some personal milestones that feel really good. And the first one is the best experience that I've had this year. And that is definitely making a full-time living doing what I love. And the reason I wanted to share that is that it has taken me until my 50s to believe that's possible. I had this limiting belief my entire life based on the narrative of my immigrant parents who were doing the best they could when they told me that it doesn't matter whether or not you like what you do. It matters that it's a steady paycheck. And God bless them. They were wrong. It does matter what you do. And for the first time in my life, I am doing work that I not only love, but also really matters. And when you have work that combine those two things, it makes all the difference. And I want that for all of us. So I just wanted to share that I would say that this is the year that I've hit my full-time living number. And that feels really good to me. It proves that something that I thought was completely impossible is not impossible. The next one is the best feeling that I had this year. And that is definitely this release of caring what people think. And again, that's something that I didn't let go of until my 50s, but now I'm okay coming on camera and potentially looking stupid or telling you that I wear helper hair. I walk the dogs in the morning in my pajama bottoms and I don't care who sees me. It's so liberating to just show up as you are, be who you are, flaws and all. And I'm not suggesting that I've just let myself go or I don't care how people perceive me anymore. That's not true. I do care how people perceive me, but not enough that I will change myself or mask in order to be perceived as something that I'm not. And that is the reason why I'm sharing this. I spent a good part of my life masking and just trying to appear as though I know what's going on and I feel okay when underneath it never felt that way. And for the first time in my life, my feelings match the way I show up and that frees up so much energy. I can't even begin to tell you how good it feels. And the last thing I am gonna share with you at the end of this video is my favorite idea from this year. And that is the annual planning process that I just recently came upon. But I will leave that to the end of the video because I have a few things that didn't go as planned this year. I won't get into all of them on this list, but I did want to share something that I promised I would follow up with. The first one is my big hairy goal that I had this year to make six figures in passive or asynchronous revenue in my business. So my business is coaching one-on-one, which is not passive and not asynchronous. And then there's everything else, which is digital products and courses and Google AdSense, things like that. And the reason I set that goal is because my highest value is freedom and flexibility. And I don't like having a lot of appointments on my calendar because then my week isn't free or flexible. And it's not that I don't want to work. It's that I don't want to work according to a scheduled plan. I want to work according to my energy and creativity. So I worked really hard this year building towards that goal of six figures in passive revenue as I continued to do my one-on-one coaching, which is a different revenue stream. And I have to say, I did not get to six figures, but I did get to 76% of that goal. So if you do the easy math there, assuming the floor of six figures is 100,000 and I got 76% of it, I made 76,000 in asynchronous revenue this year which is amazing. So is it a failure? Technically, yes. Am I happy that I went for a big, hairy goal and didn't quite reach it? 
Absolutely. And the reason I share that is not to talk about money. And this will be the last time I probably ever talk about income on this channel. Um, but I wanted to share that because I wanted to put that goal out there. I didn't know how I was going to meet it. And that's an important point, but I didn't meet it. And it's not a problem. I'm not making it something about myself. And I'm okay with the fact that it didn't go exactly as planned. It still went really well. So if you have a big hairy goal, put it out there. And even if you don't reach it, as long as you get closer to it, that's always a win. Always a win. So the last piece is an idea I came across randomly on YouTube. And I put his name down here and I can't remember it, but he is Mr. Spanx. So the founder of Spanx is a pretty prominent entrepreneur. This is her husband who has also been very successful in business. Anyways, he talked about how he plans the year ahead. So I took his ideas and retooled them a little bit. I will link to his video below and the way he does his yearly planning. But based on his ideas, here's what I came up with. Start with a vision for where you wanna be in your life five years from now. So in five years, I'm gonna be 58. I know where I'm gonna be living, right down to the house or street that I'm gonna be on and how I'm gonna be spending my time. I know what I'm gonna be doing in my business. I know who I'm gonna be hanging out with and what I'm gonna be doing in my spare time. I have this vision down to a T. So once you know what your five-year vision is, you wanna zoom back into where you are now. And as I'm recording this, it's the end of 2023. So thinking of the year ahead, I wanna come up with my misogi. And a misogi is a Japanese term for a big goal or challenge that you're setting for yourself. So my misogi for next year is going to be something that's outside of my comfort zone that I don't currently have the skills for, but I wanna acquire. And that will ultimately help me get towards that five-year vision of myself. And I'm still thinking about what that is, but that is the idea to come up with one thing. My misogi this year in 2023 was the six figures in passive revenue. That was outside of my comfort zone. I had no idea how I was gonna get there. It was a challenge. I didn't actually make it, but I learned a lot about that process. And I'm also really proud of myself for sticking with the goal, even though I didn't quite reach it. I haven't quite decided what my misogi is for next year, but I love that idea of having a theme around one thing in that year that's going to move you towards your five-year self. Now, the next thing I pulled from this annual planning system is the idea of picking one winning habit per quarter to focus on. Here's why I love this. Number one, it eliminates the overwhelm of trying to change too many things at once. Number two, a quarter, which is 90 days, is long enough for you to build a muscle around a particular habit and let it become something that just happens automatically, right? That you don't have to put a lot of cognitive thought into. And then the beautiful thing about that system is that it's cumulative. Let's say quarter one, you focus on drinking 60 ounces of water every day. Once you get that muscle built and you start focusing on Q2 habit, you've still got Q1 habit going and it just continues to help you build winning habits in your personal life and in your business that elevate you as a person and elevates your health and your mental health and your life in general. So think about Q1 and what is one habit that you could focus on the entire quarter that will benefit you. I love the idea of a winning habit. I haven't quite decided what I'm going to focus on first, but I will definitely share that with you. But I thought that was a great idea. And then the one other idea I pulled from this system was having six uh, adventures 
that are planned and in the books, you have something to look forward to. I'm gonna probably peel that back to four adventures because my life is about to get very adventurous as it is. But I love the idea of every quarter having an adventure planned, whether that's just you know a friend coming over for the weekend or going somewhere for the weekend. Having an adventure plan that you are looking forward to just gives you something to look forward to at every point along your year. So that is just a small portion of the system that I'm talking about. Again, I will link it below, but I just thought those little nuggets were so helpful in terms of wrapping your brain around where you want to focus your intention and energy in the year ahead. So that's what I got for you this week, guys. I hope you found some of these recommendations helpful. I hope you had an amazing 2023 and I wish you an even better one next year. And I know it's gonna happen because I'm gonna be here helping you along the way. So on that note, I'll see you in the next video. Bye for now, guys. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.